Welcome back to Southern Union as we get ready for game two of the doubleheader. The Eagles of Faulkner University won the first one five to four. The Bison tried to tie it up in the bottom of the seventh, but were unsuccessful in that bid and lose the game five to four to move to ten and nine on the year. This is not a conference game. Faulkner University's JV squad. Faulkner, of course, a four-year school. They play in the NAIA, the Bison, in the ACCC. Uh, Bison will get back into conference play Thursday, weather permitting, against Lawson State. I think they play Lawson Thursday and Saturday, but uh, nevertheless, let's go ahead and take a look at the game we have in front of us as Caston Reed will be the pitcher for the Bison. And we have a new catcher this game. Earl Coco will catch for the Bison this game. And Clayton Phillips will be back in the lineup as he had to sit a game after being ejected uh, against Central Alabama. I think yesterday they have to sit a game. And glad to have Clayton back out there at second base. Leading off for Faulkner University will be Stan Ott. He'll also play right field. Batting second, Gavin Edwards, and he'll play left field. Followed by Isaiah Brooks in center field. And Caleb Matthews will catch and back cleanup. We're getting ready to get things underway. We'll go through the lineups as we get a little further along. But we're getting ready for... The first pitch of game two of this doubleheader. This one will also go seven innings here. Caston Reed from the windup, and he pitches to Ott, and it's in there for a strike. It's 0 and 1. And the 0 1 taking ball outside. 1 and 1 the count here as we get things underway. Game two of this doubleheader. Odd swings and flies one out to Jenright out there in right field. He's under it and makes the play for out number one. And that's the way we'll get things started here with a fly out to right. And that'll bring up Gavin Edwards, the left fielder for the Eagles. And I actually see a little blue sky breaking through here on this Tuesday afternoon. It looked like it was going to get off to a pretty ugly start with rain, but it held off, and we're playing baseball. Caston Reed with a 1-0 delivery to Gavin Edwards, and it's taken for a strike. One and one to count here. One away, just underway here on the campus of Southern Union. And a swing and a miss at the 1-1. It's 1-2. and two. Isaiah Brooks, the center fielder, will wait on deck. Hard hit ball, line drive out of play down the left side over third. There is a slight breeze blowing from right to left, from right field to left field. 
maybe blowing out a little bit towards center. Hard to tell from the angle I have, but uh, still. And Caston Reed delivers the one-two in there, a swing and a miss, and Edwards goes down swinging, and that'll bring up Isaiah Brooks. This is game two of a doubleheader. And the Eagles have one under their belt as they won the first one 5-4. If you're just joining us, we thank you for joining the iSchool Sports Network. I'm Terry Allen, and we appreciate all our listeners from down south in the Shorter and Montgomery area. And the 1-0 pitch to Brooks is a strike. One and one with two away here in the top of the first. Ground ball out to Phillips at second. He bobbles it and not going to make the play. So that'll be an error on Phillips. And that'll put Brooks down at first. And that'll bring up Caleb Matthews, who will catch for the Eagles this game. Caston Reed from the stretch, and the pitch is fouled into the Eagle dugout down the third base side for strike one. Chase Sink, the first baseman, waits on deck. Brooks getting a good lead over at first. Reed will make the throw over, not in time. Clark put the tag on him, but it was just not in time. Count here 0-1, and Brooks is leaning towards second base, making Reed uncomfortable, and that pitch is fouled back. Be out of play, hits the top of the building up here. It's going to be 0-2 now. And if you're going to steal, this is the pitch to do it on as the sun and the shadow is out. Here for game two. The 0-2 pitch. Swung and missed. That'll be strike three, and that'll end the top of the first inning. When we come back, it'll be Bain, Sire, and Clark to get the bottom half of the first inning underway. We'll be back with more baseball from Southern Union on the iSchool Sports Network. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Back here at Southern Union High School Sports, our next broadcast will be tomorrow 
And that'll start at 4 o'clock as the Lady Bison will host the LaGrange College Lady Panthers. And we will have audio on High Rock and Boogie. And we will also have video. You can watch us live on YouTube tomorrow. Go to YouTube, search for the iSchool Sports Network, and subscribe to our channel. And like and follow everything we do because it'll prompt when we are going live on anything. So uh, make sure you join us tomorrow at 4. Not sure who's doing that game. Um, Maybe Adam will shoot me a text here in a minute and let me know who's going to be the broadcaster for the game. But nevertheless, we'll be here live, and we're here live today on audio only. And we're getting ready to start the bottom of the first inning. Pitching this game for the Eagles is Carson Kenimer, number 22. I don't have really a whole lot of information on this team because this is Faulkner University's JV squad. And uh, we did try to get some roster information on them, but just not successful. Faulkner, of course, a four-year school down in Shorter, Alabama, just south of Montgomery. And uh, they are a NAIA school. Their lineup pretty much the same as it was in the first game. But starting leading off first for the Bison will be Casey Baines, the left fielder. And Casey batting 320 on the year. He's been to the plate 50 times. He has 13 runs and 16 hits. And he takes a first pitch ball. Outside, Carson Kenneber, a left-hander for the Eagles. And a hard-hit ball. That Nobody's going to get that. That's a gapper. The center fielder makes the long run to the wall to pick it up, and Casey Baines has got the Bison off to a good start here with a stand-up double. And that's going to bring up Center fielder Brody Sire, who has hit the ball well this year himself. Waiting on deck will be the first baseman, Casey Clark. Brody Sire batting 348 on the year. He has four doubles. He also has a homer on the year. He scored six times and has 13 hits. He takes a first pitch strike. And the count goes to one and one. Kenimer throwing from the stretch as Baines with that leadoff double is down at second base. It's two and one now. 
for Brody. The pitch from Kenneber is fouled out of play down the left side. Brody Sire, a sophomore out of Oxford High School about an hour up the road, Oxford, Alabama. And Kenimer fakes a throw down to second to push Baines back, who is bothering him somewhat. Two and two the count here as Sire waits for the 2-2. A hard hit ball out to right field. The right fielder on the run. He's not going to get it. That's two hits out to the track in this game. And Baines will have no problem scoring on that long drive. So back-to-back stand-up doubles. And the Bison are off and running here in the bottom of the first of game two. It's one nothing. And Kenimer has given up two pretty long hits in this game. And let's see what the lefty Casey Clark can do. Casey Clark, a freshman out of Pelham High School, just outside of Birmingham. And he takes strike one. So back-to-back doubles and the Bison lead here. Tate Adams, the third baseman, waits on deck. Kenimer from the stretch, the delivery foul back right at me. If it hadn't been there, I might could have reached up and caught that one. One and two, the count. Quiet day is there's not a whole lot of fans in. Kenimer with the delivery in here to Clark hits him right in the right shoulder. So that'll put him down at first and bring up Tate Adams, the third baseman, who homered, hit a two-run homer over the left field wall in game one to cut the Eagle lead to four to three in a game that ended up 5-4 in favor of the Eagles. But Tate got all of that one in game one and it got out of here in a hurry. Kenimer with a delivery, and it's popped up. It's out of here. Don't worry about and the catcher cannot get it. It's He made an attempt, but about halfway between home plate and first. The count will be 0-1 to Adams, who jumped all over that pitch, but popped it straight up. So just a high foul.
Nobody out yet. And there's a strike from Kenimer to make the count 0 and 2 here on Adams. Jake Spivey, who caught last game, he's going to be the DH this game. Here comes the pitch from Kenimer, a swing and a miss. And that'll be out number one. Strikeout. Big swing from Adams. Just come up empty. And Spivey will step in with one away. Now batting, number 44. And we Jeez. have Brody Sire down at second after the double. And Casey Clark is down at first after being hit by a pitch. So Bison trying to get something going here. They already have one. Trying to get more. And the pitch coming up from Kenimer. And he steps off and fakes back towards second. Sire making him a little uncomfortable up there on the mound. As the big left-hander for the Eagles gets ready to make the 1-0 delivery to Spivey. And here it comes. Outside corner. Nope. Outside period. 2-0 the count now. Turned out to be an absolute gorgeous day for baseball as the sun has peeked through the clouds and the grass is pretty and green. Uh, you would think as much rain as we had, it would have been pretty rough on the field, but uh, the maintenance crew here at Southern Union do a fine job of keeping things good in good shape. And Spivey takes ball three. It's 3-0. Three and oh. There is room for him. It'll load the bases of walk, Will. As Mitchell Rotier, the... Bison shortstop waits on deck. And a hard ground ball foul down the third base side. Three and one now. A hit right here would certainly score at least one. Kenimer from the stretch as Sire gets a pretty good lead at second. And Spivey grounds that one, but it comes back to the fence here. And that's going to be – well, actually, he missed that ball. So that will go down as a K in the books. I thought he might have grounded it in, straight into the ground, but – he took off to first, but it will move the runners up a base either way. So Sire moves to third. Clark will be at second, and Mitchell Rotier will try to bring him in here with a with a two-out hit. And he swings at the first pitch, hits at a mile high out to right field. Ott is under it, and he makes the catch, so the Bison will leave two on, but not before. Back-to-back -back doubles, and Baines scores one for the Bison, and it's one nothing. and we'll be back for the top of the second when we return on the iSchool Sports Network. 
Duff County Chamber of Commerce, here to serve local businesses and industries while recruiting new businesses, ribbon cuttings, community events like the Professional Women's Luncheon, the Men's Business Luncheon, and Black History Celebration, including various workshops throughout the year, like our Active Shooter Awareness Workshop, all the way down to our annual Summer on Main event. The Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, here to serve you and proudly supporting Southern Union State Community College. Wadley Mayor Donna McKay and the Wadley Town Council invite you to visit. Whether you're here watching the Bulldogs play, enjoying a fine arts presentation, or athletics at Southern Union, or just floating or fishing the Tallapoosa, please know you're always welcome here. The citizens are warm and the hospitality is our pleasure. So drop by, sit a spell, and enjoy all that the town of Wadley has to offer. We like it here. We think you will too. The town of Wadley. Small town. Big heart. Chase Sink will lead things off for the Eagles here as we go to the top of the second inning. Jacob Armstrong, the DH, will bat second, and Noah Barnes will wait in the hole, the third baseman. one nothing your score here as we just getting things underway in game two of this doubleheader. Caston Reed. On the mound for the Bison. And his first pitch in here to sink is taken for a ball. Ball one. Hard hit ball. Foul down the right side close to the SU bullpen. Count will be one and one to Chase Sink. Here comes the pitch, and it's flared out uh, in between short and third. Rotier comes up with it, but no chance of making a play. That's going to be a, an infield hit. So the Eagles trying to get something going here in the top of the second inning, and we await the at-bat of Jacob Armstrong. Read from the stretch here. I see a lot of the issue players waving in front of their face as the gnat problem is pretty bad today. I noticed it when I... Walk from the parking lot up here to the stadium. Count is 1-0 now to Armstrong. Here comes the pitch. Swung on and missed. Read from the stretch as he and another swing and a miss to make the count one and two. And this is a good runner's count. We're going to have to watch sink down at first.
Here comes the pitch, one, two, and he swings and misses for strike three. That'll be a K for Reed. It's one away. Noah Barnes, the third baseman, stands in for the Eagles now. Reed from the stretch with the pitch, and that ball is inside to Barnes, and it's 1-0. and Tate Adams down at third. Rotier at short. Phillips at second. And Clark over at first. That's the Bison infield this game and there's a good pitch from Reed for strike one one and one the count here one away runner down at first after a infield hit by Chase Sink to start the inning off for the Eagles and a big swing and a miss by Barnes in this one and two he was trying to hit that one out of here From the stretch, here comes the pitch, and he is swinging a miss, and back-to-back strikeouts for Gaston Reed, and that's going to bring up Mason Rich, the shortstop for the Eagles. Hardly any wind blowing at all right now. The flag is laying flat against the pole out in right field, and a throw over from Reed to Clark is not in time as they try to push Sink back, worried about him trying to get a two-out steal here. And another throw over that one a little closer, but not in time. As Mason Rich waits to get the first pitch from Reed, who is and a hard-hit ball out into to the gap between center and right. I don't know if it's deep enough to score a run, and it won't be. The throw comes back into Phillips from from Sire, and but that will push the runner over to third as Sink moves over to third, and Mason Rich picks himself up a, a single, and that'll bring up Travis Armstrong, who hit the ball well. In game one for the Eagles, a little bitty guy with a lot of speed. But there is two outs. We just need a need one out here to get out of this. Eagles have picked up two hits this inning, but they are yet to score a run. Here comes the pitch from Reed. And I think it did hit Armstrong. Just barely grazed him, and uh, but it's still enough to put him down at first. So we're going to have bases loaded, and we're going back to the top of the lineup, and right fielder Stan Ott, he flied out to right his first time up. And let's see if Caston Reed can battle his way through these troubles and get out of this inning with no run scored.
First pitch from Reed. It's in there for, and a swinging strike to Ott for 0-1. The 0-1 pitch coming up as Reed makes the delivery, and it's going to be foul tip back against the screen, 0-2. Two. two away here. Bases loaded for the Eagles. As they're trying to tie this one up or possibly take a lead here, and that's a high fly ball. Brody Sire running hard in, and Clayton Phillips running back out from second base with that looking up into the sun, which has found its way through the clouds, and Clayton makes a nice play on it. And so that'll be an F4 to end the inning. And we're back with more baseball in a minute on the iSchool Sports Network. one nothing your score, the Bison lead. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at Meadows farmequipment.com e92 the randolph leader has been the local news source in randolph county you can find it all in the randolph leader including local news community events and of course high school sports get the leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com chances are someone you know is in the leader this week subscribe today and find out who it is Back here on the campus of Southern Union in a one nothing Bison lead in game two of a doubleheader with Faulkner University. And leading off things for the Bison here in the bottom of the second will be Reed Genright, the right fielder. Number seven, Reed and Earl Cockle, the Bison catcher for this game, waits on deck. Carson Kenimer on the mound for the Eagles, and he delivers a first pitch strike in there to Jen Wright. And the 0-1 is outside, 1-1 one one to count now. Reed hit the ball well in game one. And there's a hard hit ball, but straight at the shortstop. Ridge comes up with it, makes the throw over to sink, and it's out number one to start the bottom of the second inning here. So score that one in your book, 6-3, and that'll bring up the catcher for the Bison, Earl Cockle. And we'll pull Clayton Phillips, the second baseman, into the on-deck circle.
And Cockles takes a first pitch ball on the outside. 1-0 the count here. One away, just getting things underway. Game two of this doubleheader. We're in the second inning. Big swing by Earl. Felt the breeze off of that one up here. One and one. And here comes the pitch. Down low. It's two and one now on Earl. Earl Kokel, a 6'2", 210-pound redshirt sophomore out of Birdsboro, Pennsylvania, Governor Mifflin High School. And the count is 2-2 two and two now. Hard hit ball right at the shortstop who bobbles it and can't make the throw. So that'll be an error on Rich out there at short, but it will put Earl down at first on the error. Now batting, number 19, Clayton Phillips. So we have an error on the Bison and an error on the Eagles here in the bottom of the second. Clayton Phillips jumps all over the first pitch, but is not carrying well. And Edwards, the Eagles, drifts under it in left field, makes the catch for out number two. And Earl Cockle will have to stay at first base on that one. So uh, Clayton jumped all over that first pitch, but in the just a long fly out. But we're back at the top of the lineup, and that's Casey Baines. Batting now. Number 15. Who had the Casey long Baines. double over the, off of the left center field wall. And scored a run in the first inning. The pitch from Kenover is inside. Catcher Matthews bobbles it, and it rolls away from him, and that'll put Earl Cockle down at second base on the drop ball by the catcher. One run on two hits. With one error for the Bison. And we have a runner 180 feet away if Baines can come through here. Hard hit ball out to right field, high and deep. And Stan Ott under it out in right field. Makes the catch, and that will... In the bison thread in the bottom of the second inning here. We're back with more baseball in a moment on the iSchool Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, 
mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. One nothing you score here. The Bison picked up a run back in the first inning. And hold on to a one nothing lead here as they play in the second game of a doubleheader with Faulkner University's JV squad. And Caston Reed stays on the mound for the Bison. And let's see who's coming up to the to, to bat for the Eagles. And that will be Gavin Edwards, the left fielder. He struck out his first time up and swings for strike one here in the third. Here comes the 0-1, another swing and a miss. Reed has pitched well. He pitched himself out of a jam last inning as as the Eagles loaded the bases, but he was able to battle out of it with no run scored. And here comes the pitch from Reed, and that ball has hit a mile foul out of play down to the third base side. It will stay 0-2 here. Ethan Johnson throwing down into the in the Bison bullpen, and the pitch to Reed is swung on and missed. The catcher dropped, Cockle dropped it, tried to chase him down and couldn't do it, so he makes the throw on down to Clark, but picks up the out regardless. So it'll be out number one, and Isaiah Brooks, the center fielder who flied a deep fly out there to Clayton Phillips back in the first, stands in. Caleb Matthews, the Eagles catcher, on deck. Reed with the 0-1 delivery to Brooks. Pretty pitch for strike number two. And we'll wait the 0-2 pitch here. And he chops it foul back to the screen. It stays 0-2. Brooks fouls this one out of play, and it'll still stay 0-2 here. One away, top of the third inning in a one nothing Bison lead ball game. It is spring break here at Southern Union, and the campus is pretty clear of 
bodies this week as I look down toward the dorms. You usually see a parking lot full of cars, but not this week. Everybody's sun ended up down on the beach except for the baseball boys and the softball girls. Reed makes the one-two delivery, and it goes to two-and-two now on Isaiah Brooks. But I'm sure all these guys would just as soon be here playing baseball. Am I right? (laughs) How many years you guys been missing out on stuff like that? A bunch, probably. (laughs) Full count now on Brooks with one away, and the pitch from Reed is outside, and he'll take a walk down to first. And that's going to bring up Caleb Matthews, the Eagles catcher. And on deck will be Chase Sink, the first baseman. Caleb Matthews struck out his first time up in this game. And Brooks getting a pretty good lead over at first. Wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see a throw over. But the throw comes to home, and Brooks takes off going to – and that throw is going to go all the way out into center field, but it's not deep enough that uh, Brooks could go on to third. He thought about it, but then he thought better about it. I've got one and oh. Reed pitching from the stretch. Now Brooks with another big lead down there at second. He grounds one towards Rotier at short. The throw to first to Clark in time, and that'll be out number two here. But it will move Brooks over to third, so the tying run is 90 feet away as – Chase Sink, the first baseman, will step in here with two away. And he swings at the first pitch from Reed, and it's 0-1. Must have been inside. One and one to count now. Jacob Armstrong, the DH, waits on deck for the Eagles. And here comes the pitch from Reed, and this grounded straight to Clark at first, who handles it himself. No problem, and that'll end the top half of the third inning. Bison Lee, one to nothing. We're back with more baseball in a moment on the iSchool Sports Network. 
the Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, here to serve local businesses and industries while recruiting new businesses, ribbon cuttings, community events like the Professional Women's Luncheon, the Men's Business Luncheon, and Black History Celebration, including various workshops throughout the year, like our Active Shooter Awareness Workshop, all the way down to our annual Summer on Main event. The Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, here to serve you and proudly supporting Southern Union State Community College. Wadley Mayor Donna McKay and the Wadley Town Council invite you to visit. Whether you're here watching the Bulldogs play, enjoying a fine arts presentation, or athletics at Southern Union, or just floating or fishing the Tallapoosa, please know you're always welcome here. The citizens are warm and the hospitality is our pleasure. So drop by, sit a spell, and enjoy all that the town of Wadley has to offer. We like it here. We think you will, too. The town of Wadley. Small town. Big heart. All right, we go to the bottom half of the third inning here. The Bison lead this one one to nothing. Neither team has uh, started out hitting pretty good. I mean, the Bison had back-to-back doubles back in the first inning from Casey Baines and Brody Sire and uh, took that one to nothing lead, but not much happening since. Number 17, Brody Sire. And Brody Sire will stand in after that double back in the first inning, uh, RBI double. And he awaits the first pitch from Kenimer, and it's he jumps all over it, a high fly ball. That one's out to the shortstop who drifts back into left field just a little bit to make the catch. So that one was scoring your books in F6, and it's out one. Here in the bottom of the third, and that's going to bring up Casey Clark, the first baseman. The left-hander. And he fouls the first pitch back against the screen. Casey is a freshman out of Pelham High School. That's uh, in Pelham, Alabama, just outside of Birmingham. He plays infield for the Bison, and he also is a right-handed pitcher as well. And the count goes to one and one on Clark here. Cason Kenimer on the mound for the Faulkner Eagles. And the one-one down in the dirt outside, two and one. Kenimer. Aggravated with himself after that pitch. And the 2 1 delivery taken outside again. Ball three. So three and one the count here to Clark as Tate Adams waits on deck. And another ball, and that's going to put. Casey Clark down at first and bring up the home run hitter from last game, Tate Adams, who had that two-run shot to pull the game to win one in game one, four to three. And he stands in. Let's see if he can stay hot here in game two. He struck out his first time up this game. And here comes the first pitch from Kenimer. And it's right in there for a strike. Owen won the count here. One away. Bottom of the third inning. We got Clark down at first. 
Tate Adams batting with Jake Spivey in the on dirt on the on deck circle. And the 0-1 pitch is taken outside, ball one. Kenimer, the left-hander on the mound for the Faulkner Eagles. Makes a throw over to first, trying to catch Clark napping, but to no avail. Here comes the pitch in here to Adams, and he swings and misses. It's one and two. There's still time to come out and join us here. If you're in the Wadley area, come out and enjoy some good baseball here. There's no admission. It's absolutely free. And you can get you one of the best hot dogs in this part of the state. I'd say the whole state. I had me one earlier. It's one and two now to Adams. Here comes the pitch from Kenimer, and Adams jumps all over it. Another deep drive to left field, and that ball is out of here. So Tate Adams has done it again for the Bison. And hit another two-run shot here in game two this time to give the Bison a 3 nothing lead. Good job of hitting there, bud. Love to see those homers. And he hit that ball well. So another home run for Tate Adams, and uh, that's going to bring up Oxford High School product. Jake Spivey next and move Mitchell Rotier into the own deck circle. And a swinging first pitch, and it's 0-1 to Spivey. Another hard hit ball out there to left field. That ball's got some ride to it, but it hits, hits the H on the Southern Union sign. Against the fence, and Spivey is in there with a stand-up double. And that's going to bring up Mitchell Rotier out of Pelham High School. He's a sophomore and plays some pretty good shortstop for the Bison. And after two hits like we just saw, that's going to spawn a visit from the pitching coach of the Eagles. He's out talking to the lefty, Kenimer. Don't think that'll be all for him, but going out trying to just settle him down a little bit. Because that's pretty jolting. You have a home run, and then you have another one that was probably just about three or four foot shy from being a back-to-back home run, so. The pitching coach making his way back to the dugout, and Mitchell Rotier will wait the first pitch from from Carson Kenimer. Spivey down at second after that long blast off of the left center field wall. And here comes the first pitch to Rotier, and he fakes a bunt. 
And it must have been a low, too. Ball one. Bison have only one out this inning. Reed Jenright, the right fielder, waits on deck. Here comes the pitch from Kenneber. A big swing and a miss from by Rotier, and it's one and one now. Bison taking some pretty mean swings at this guy and making contact on a lot of them. Here comes the pitch from Carson Kenimer, and the runner goes. <laughs> Spivey will stand up at third as there's no throw down there, and the count will go to two and one, and we have another runner 90 feet away. Here comes the pitch to Rotier outside. That's going to be ball three, and I don't know. It's hard for me to – yes, we do have some action down in the Eagle bullpen. It's hard for us to see the numbers from here, but uh, we'll keep an eye out. Uh, ground ball down to third. Bobble by the third baseman, but he does come up with it in time to make the throw out. So Rotier will get thrown out from – third and that will also score spivey from third so three runs are across here in the bottom of the third for the bison and that's going to bring up reed Jenright. and earl cockle the bison catcher will stand in the on deck circle with two outs here a nice bunt by Jenright. there's no way they're going to make that play. That was a perfect bunt. Everybody was back and just had too far to go. The pitcher made his run over there, but there was no way they were going to make that throw down to first to get Jen Wright in time. So, infield hit for Jen Wright, and Earl Cockle will try to move him along. The Bison catcher. Reached his last time up, and we'll try to do it again here. I wonder if the Bison will have something on here with Jenright and try to send him on down to second. You can always be a little bit more aggressive when you're out front like this. And the first pitch in here to Cockle is fouled out of play behind us up here in the booth. It's 0-1. Clayton Phillips, the second baseman, will wait on deck as Cockle waits the 0-1, and it's inside ball one. 4 nothing. your score here. The Bison have picked up three this inning on a two-run homer by Tate Adams. And another big smash off of the left field, left center field wall by Jake Spivey. And uh, Kenimer makes a cheap throw over to first just to push Jen right back. And he is going on this pitch and a little hit and run, but it's a line drive. Well hit ball, but right at the left fielder. And Edwards has no problem with it and makes the catch. Score that one in your book, an F7. The Bison pick up three here in the bottom of the third. It's four to nothing. We're back with more baseball 
in a moment on the iSchool Sports Network. Matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at Meadows farmequipment.com Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Casting Reed stays on the mound for the Bison. Is not casting? Okay. Who we got? 29 is, and that's Ethan Johnson. That was who was warming up out in the pen earlier. He's a big guy, 6'4", 205 pounds out of Cherokee County High School up in Fort Payne, and he is a freshman. And uh, let me write him in here. As Coach Everett, just like game one, is really going through the pitchers here, giving them all a chance here. As conference play is starting, well, y'all already played one one conference series, right? And then you've got Lawson State coming up over the weekend. And, of course, conference play in the ACC C is much more important than this game right here, but you want to win them all. But uh, Coach Everett trying to get as much work in for his pitchers as he can as they get ready to get into the depth of of conference play here at Southern Union. Up first for the Eagles of Faulkner, it'll be Noah Barnes. Make that uh, Jacob Armstrong. I'm sorry. I made an error in my book. That's an error on me. And the first pitch is a strike from Ethan Johnson. The old one delivery, a nice curveball, but it's outside. It'll be one and one to Armstrong. Bison lead here, 4 nothing. as we go to the top of the fourth here. A big swing and a miss, and it's one and two. And... Ethan Johnson with a long arm delivery on that one, and he delivers a strikeout to Jacob Armstrong there for out number one. And that's going to bring up the third baseman, Noah Barnes. Mason Rich, the shortstop, will move into the on-deck circle, and the first pitch in here to Barnes is outside ball one.
A big swing and a miss by Barnes, and it's one and one now. Even more work going on out there in the Southern Union bullpen. I was trying to get a number. Can't see it. I could see it earlier, but I can't see it now. Noah Elder, the guy is telling me, is who is warming up down there in the bullpen. But uh, the count now moving to one and two. And uh, Barnes fouls the next pitch out of play on the right side. Ethan Johnson coming in, throwing strikes here. And he wastes no time. Here comes the pitch. Hard. Ooh, I thought that was almost. That ball was drilled down to the third baseline just foul. And it'll be staying one and two. We're one away. Nobody on here. Here comes the pitch from Johnson. Another big sweeping curveball is outside two and two. Johnson with the delivery, fouled out of play into the, well, off of the foul pole, one of the light poles on the right side down there and back into play. But two and two the count here in this 4 nothing game two of this doubleheader here on the campus of Southern Union. The pitch from Johnson. Down low, it's going to be a full count now on Noah Barnes. And Johnson right back up on the mound, ready to go. Here comes the pitch, and it's a high foul ball back out of play right over our heads. The count stays full here as Barnes and Johnson go back and forth on this one. A good battle, pitcher, batter duel going on. And here comes the pitch. And it's going to be inside ball four, and that's going to put Barnes down at first. A good battle there, but uh, that ball just a little inside. Mason Rich, the shortstop, stands in the box. And Johnson ready to go to work. And there's another foul ball out of play. Behind the Southern Union bench, it's 0-1. Gets his lead at first, and here comes the pitch from Johnson again. Fouled off behind the Southern Union bench over there, and it's going to be 0-2. 
We do have one out, the strikeout to start the inning of Jacob Armstrong, the DH. And here comes the pitch from Johnson. Ground right back to Johnson. He throws down to second. And Mitchell Rotier comes up with it and makes the throw to first, not in time. But they will get Barnes down at second. So that will be a 3-6. And then the runner will be safe. Rich will be safe down at first. So Travis Armstrong will be the batter, the second baseman. He hit the ball well in game one for the Eagles. And he's not bashful. A big swing and a miss on the first pitch. It's 0-1. And the throw over to first to try to catch Rich napping over there, but to no avail. And Rich is getting a pretty good lead. Johnson comes to the plate and delivers strike two to Armstrong. Pitch to Johnson and Armstrong will swing at it and miss for out number three. So through three and a half, the score here is Bison four, Eagles nothing. We're back with more baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. For retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Safe Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services reference here independent of SPF. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes. And get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Back here in a 4 nothing ball game, the Bison come into the bottom half of the fourth inning and will face a new pitcher as Pilkington will come in to pitch for the Eagles. I do not have a first name on any of their substitutes. The coaches wrote last name only. So Pilkington will come in, a big guy, tall guy, right-hander, will come in to take over for Carson Kenimer, who pitched three innings for the Eagles, giving up four runs on five hits to the Bison. And up first for the Bison will be the Auburn High School product, Clayton Phillips, who plays second base. 
for the Bison, and he flied out uh, right his first time up. He didn't get to play in the first game. He had to sit that one out. Uh, had a little ejection against uh, Central Alabama the other day, and when you get ejected, you have to sit a game, and he's paid for his trouble, and he's back in the lineup, and I'm sure grandmother is listening, and we'd like to say hello to her. She always listens in to see how Clayton does. And we're getting ready as Pilkington is the new pitcher for the Eagles. And Clayton Phillips will stand in and await the first pitch as we get things underway here. Almost halfway through this one. Now back Bison lost the first game to the Eagles 5-4. to four. Battled hard, but just couldn't ever get the lead. And Pilkerton gets ready from the windup, and here comes his first pitch in here to Phillips, and it's taken outside ball one. Pitch from Pilkington in there for strike one. That ball looked like it was in the further outside than the pitch before. Pretty pitch from Pilkington, but it's outside ball two. Two and one, the count to Phillips. He was leading things off for the Bison here in the bottom of the fourth inning. And Pilkington, all four of these pitches look like they hit in the same spot, but we have two balls, we have three balls and one strike. And Clayton swings. At the 3-1, drives it way out there in right field, just shy of the track. But Ott drifts over. He's under it for out number one, so just a long fly out for Clayton. He, that's two times in a row he's flied out to right. And we're back to the top of the lineup as Casey Baines comes in, the left fielder. And Casey out of Tallahassee High School. Just south of us in Tallahassee, Alabama, he is a sophomore. Big left-hander. And he fouls the first pitch back against the screen. It's 0-1. Baines batting 320 on the year. Here comes the old one taking a low ball one. Baines had that big double back in the first inning. And he flied out to right his last time up, and he takes a cut at the one one pitch and foul tips it. Catcher can't handle it. One and two is the count. 
Brody Sire, the center fielder, waits on deck. As we have one away here already uh, after the fly out by Phillips to deep right field. And the pitch from Pilkington is driven back up the middle. The shortstop, Rich, moves over, makes a good play, and throws over to Sink for out number two. And that'll go in your books, 6-3 for out number two as Brody Sire stands in. Brody Sire out of Oxford High School. He plays outfield for the Bison, but he is also a pretty good left-handed pitcher for the Bison as well. And he swings at the first pitch, foul tips it back, it's 0-1. Brody batting 348 on the year. He's had 46 at bats, and he has scored 14 times, and he has 16 hits on the year. Good hitter, and he drives that one back up the middle. Rich, good range, comes up and makes an excellent play with that ball, but he can't make the throw. The throw is wide over to first. It goes into the issue dugout, so... That'll put Sire down at second base. So we got a little something going here with two outs. Base hit could add another run. And let's see if Casey Clark can get the job done here. Batting 208 on the year. He's had 53 plate appearances. He has hit the ball 11 times. He has three doubles, a triple, and a homer. And he also has 15 RBIs on the year. So let's see if Casey can... Get hot right here and add a little insurance here in the bottom of the fourth. Here comes the pitch from Pilkerton. That ball is hit hard, and it's out there in the gap. Brooks makes a valiant dive at it between left and center, but can't come up with it. And Casey will be in there standing up at the way well, he slides into third, but uh, – the throw was not very good anyway, but that will score Brody. So the Bison have picked up another insurance run. It's 5 nothing now. And the man with the hottest bat on the Bison team today stands in as Tate Adams stands in. He already had a two-run homer in game one, and his last time up, hit another two-run homer. Let's see if he can stay hot here and add some more insurance to this Bison lead. Here comes the pitch from Pilkington right down the pipe, strike one. Tate Adams also out of Oxford High School. Hey. 
And Tate, also a sophomore, 6'3", a couple of hundred pounds. A lot of good baseball players coming out of Oxford High School. As a matter of fact, we have about three, maybe four Oxford High School players on the roster. Big swing and a miss by Tate. It's one and two now. Casey Clark down at down at uh, third, 90 feet away. Base hit would definitely score another run. Tate stands in, and uh, that ball's in the dirt, but it doesn't get far enough away from the catcher to score Clark. I thought he was going to try it to begin with, but he backed off. So the count goes two and two here. Bison scored one in the first, three in the third, and one this inning for this five-nothing lead. Here comes the pitch from Pilkington, and oh, Tate stands and takes a call strike three. So that'll end the. The fourth inning, we go to the fifth when we return. Bison lead 5 nothing here. We're back with more baseball in a moment on the iSchool Sports Network. Stand by. The Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, here to serve local businesses and industries while recruiting new businesses, ribbon cuttings, community events like the Professional Women's Luncheon, the Men's Business Luncheon, and Black History Celebration, including various workshops throughout the year, like our Active Shooter Awareness Workshop, all the way down to our annual Summer on Main event. The Randolph County Chamber of Commerce, here to serve you and proudly supporting Southern Union State Community College. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. We go to the top of the fifth inning. The Bison lead this one 5 nothing as they picked up an insurance run in the bottom of the fourth to push it to 5 nothing. The Bison have scored five runs on six hits. They have one error. And Ethan Johnson stays on the mound for the Bison, and he delivers a first-pitch ball. And that ball hit on the ground. Nice play over there by Adams, but he he makes the stop, a diving stop, but can't make the throw. So Stan Ott will be in with the – I don't know how they'll score that. I would say an infield hit myself, but – Nevertheless, Ott's down at first. And Gavin Edwards, the left fielder, stands in. He struck out his previous two plate appearances in this game. And he takes strike one here in the top of the fifth. Ott getting a pretty good lead down there at first. Let's see if Johnson makes the throw over, and he does, but it's not in time. 
And the 0-1 pitch is outside from Johnson. It's 1-1 one one now. The Gavin Edwards. Johnson has pitched well. He come in in relief of Caston Reed last inning and has done pretty well, and he delivers another strike in there to Edwards. It's one and two now. Nobody out, top of the fifth. Bison lead 5 nothing. Here comes the pitch. Grounded down third base, but foul. It's going to be stay one and two here. Waiting on deck will be the center fielder, Isaiah Brooks. Who walked his last time up. And here comes the pitch from Johnson. Right in there for strike three. As Edwards takes the K here. And Brooks will step into the box as Caleb Matthews, the catcher, will step into the on-deck circle. One away. We do have a runner down at first. That's Stan Ott after the infield hit on a nice play attempt by Tate Adams down at third. Just couldn't make the play. And the first pitch, and they're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The runner goes. Earl Cockle makes the throw down to second. He was actually safe, but slid off of the bag and was tagged out trying to get back to the bag. So Stan Ott will be thrown out. We're out number two and Isaiah Brooks fouls one away. It's one and one now. So two away here. That was a weird play. The runner was halfway down before anybody kind of figured out what was going on. And Earl said, not so fast. The one one down low, ball two. This game has moved along pretty quickly here as there is absolutely no wind blowing here at Southern Union. Now the flag just laying flat as Brooks fouls this one, but I think it may be out of play. It does just barely. So the count will be two and two to Brooks. Again, Caleb Matthews, the Eagles catcher, waits on deck. And Ethan Johnson gets ready for the 2-2 delivery to Brooks. Johnson up on the mound. Here comes the pitch. And he went. Brooks went. Didn't he doesn't like it, but he knows. So he went on that, checked his swing, but went a little too far. So two strikeouts and 
One walk with a throw out down to second on a steal attempt. No run scored. Nobody left on for the Eagles in the top of the fifth inning. We're back with more baseball. Bison lead 5 nothing as we go to the bottom of the fifth when we return on the iSchool Sports Network. Wadley Mayor Donna McKay and the Wadley Town Council invite you to visit. Whether you're here watching the Bulldogs play, enjoying a fine arts presentation, or athletics at Southern Union, or just floating or fishing the Tallapoosa, please know you're always welcome here. The citizens are warm, and the hospitality is our pleasure. So drop by, sit a spell, and enjoy all that the town of Wadley has to offer. We like it here. We think you will, too. The town of Wadley. Small town. Big heart. season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at Meadows Farm Equipment. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Jake Spivey, the Oxford High School native, will lead off for the Bison after smashing one off the left center field wall his last time up. Uh, Jake uh, also scored, and he jumps all over the first pitch and drives one deep to center, but not deep enough as Isaiah Brooks of the Eagles moves over and makes the catch for out number one. So just a long fly ball on that one. And that's going to bring up the shortstop, Mitchell Rotier. Mitchell grounded out to third, back in the third. And in the first, he flied out to right. Let's see if he can. And he lays down a pretty good-looking bunt, but it goes foul. So it'll be 0-1 on Rotier. Reed Jenright, the right fielder, waits on deck for the Bison. Don't know if we're going to have another pitcher for the Bison or not. I did see a little activity down there in the bullpen earlier, but nothing now. Here comes the pitch from Pilkington, and it's in there for a strike. It's 0-1. Make that 0-2 because he fouled that first one away. I'm sorry. One and two the count now. Bison have five runs on six hits in this game. Also one error back in the first. 
Big swing and a miss for Rotier. That'll put him back in the dugout. It's uh, with a K. Uh, that's going to bring up the right fielder, Reed Genright. Reed singled his last time up. He grounded out, grounded out in the second. And uh, let's see if the Bison can get something going here with two outs. Reed, a left-hander. He went to Pike Liberal Arts. Down in Troy. And the 0-1 delivery about to be thrown by Pilkington. Here comes the pitch. And it's outside ball one. So one and one the count, two away. Five-nothing ball game here. A lot of cars on the hill, line and left as usual down here on the campus of Southern Union. Sparse crowd today, but it is spring break. And a lot of the kids who are usually in school today are sunning it up on the beach, I guess. My son is sunning it up on the couch at home, I guess. One and two, the count to Genright, and a big swing and a miss, and that's going to be a two Ks in a row for Pilkington as he goes one, two, three in this inning. Five nothing, your score. We're back with more baseball on the iSchool Sports Network. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRA-SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus. Making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Back here at Southern Union in a 5-0 Bison lead ball game. And we are going to see another new pitching change for the Bison as Noah Elder, a right-handed pitcher, 6'4", 200-pounder, a red shirt freshman out of White Plains High School up in Anniston. He comes in to pitch for the Bison here as we are in the top of the sixth inning. And up first for the Eagles this inning will be Caleb Matthews, the catcher, followed by Chase Sink and in the hole, Jacob Armstrong. And we certainly appreciate everyone listening in. We've got uh, several listeners listening to us from all over the state and probably other states as well this afternoon. And 
You don't know how much we appreciate all of you guys listening in, a lot of you listening to your kids that couldn't come to the game. And we just appreciate all of you and hope you're enjoying the broadcast here. Noah Elder makes his first pitch and a big swing and a miss by Caleb Matthews. It's 0-1 as we enter the sixth inning here. Getting late in this one, Bison trying to hold on to this 5 nothing lead here. Noah Elder. With another, that one fouled back to the screen. It's 0-2. And his fan club cheering him on over here. Here comes the 0-2 delivery. And Elder throws from the stretch. He's not in the windup with no people on. And a high fly ball out to center field. And Brody Sire is under it for out number one. And that one will go in your books as an... F8, if you keep a book that way, and I always have all my life. If I'm at a baseball game, I always take a book with me. Some people don't do that nowadays, but I'm old school. I can't help it. Here comes the the pitch from Elder is taking ball outside to Chase Sink, the first baseman. Starting to cool down a little bit here on the riverbanks of the Tallapoosa, which is still almost out of its banks. I noticed that on the way, on the trip down today to do the broadcast. It is still full, but we have had uh, many, many inches of rain. And from what I gather, we're going to have some more. So, no elder. Digging himself a hole here against Chase Sink as the count goes to 3-0. and Let's see if he can battle back out of this. Here comes the pitch. Yes, sir. And it's right in there for a strike. So 3-1 and one the count as Jacob Armstrong, the DH, will wait on deck for his turn. And that's going to be ball four. And Chase Sink will make his walk down to first. Base on balls right there, and that's going to bring up the D.H. Jacob Armstrong and Noah Barnes, the third baseman, will step into the on-deck circle. Here comes the pitch. By Elder and it's swung on and missed. 0 and 1. Good lead by the runner down at first in sink. Yes, sir! But Elder delivers strike two here not worried about the runner too much with a five nothing lead you do want to keep them close as you can oh, 
And a call strike three. Beautiful pitch by Elder. And that's going to be a K in the books right there, and that'll bring up Noah Barnes, the third baseman. And Noah grounded out last time up. He also struck out back in the second. The Eagles have only mustered three hits through six, uh, five and a third innings and have scored no runs here. They've also had a couple of errors. So 0-3-2 for the Eagles with two away here. And Elder back on the rubber here, getting ready to pitch to Barnes. Here comes the first pitch down low, ball one. Chase Sink down at first, getting his lead. The elder is giving him a little bit of a look, but not much as we get ready for the 1-0 pitch, and it's also a ball. Or he called that a strike, didn't he? So one one, one and one to count. You have to learn all these umpires. They all got different ways of calling a strike. <laughs> but that ball is down in the dirt and kicks out from Earl Cockle at the catching position. And it will put Sink down at second base as Earl couldn't run it down in time. And the count will go two and one. Nice pitch by Noah Elder, and that's two and two. That was just a beautiful pitch. And Barnes didn't even offer at it. Here comes the pitch from Elder. Oh, must have been a a little low, so the count will go full now. On Noah Barnes and Mason Rich, the shortstop, waits on deck. Let's hope we don't get to him as we're getting down into the bottom of the Faulkner Eagle lineup. Here comes the pitch from Elder. That's going to be a ground ball out to Rotier. He catches the high hop but makes a high throw over to first. That ball took a wicked hop on him. And he had to jump to get it, and by that time, it was just a little too late to try to make the throw over to first. So, Sink will move to third. Barnes is on at first, and I'm not sure how they will score that. I would think an infield hit, but I'm not sure. And that's going to bring up the shortstop, Mason Rich, who reached – both previous times he singled back in the second inning and he walked his last time up. Go, 
And the shortstop Ridge stands in, waiting the first pitch here with runners at the corners and two outs. Here comes the pitch, a big swing and a miss by Rich, and it's strike one. Eagles not being too aggressive with this trailing five to nothing. They're hoping for a hit here, I'm sure. Don't want to take the chance of getting people thrown out when you're trailing with two outs. With not many chances left. A nice curve ball by Elder is in there for strike two. You may see something happen on the 0-2 pitch, but I doubt it. Runner not getting a very big lead down at first. So I don't look for him to go, and he doesn't. And that ball is, that's going to be a base hit between short and third, and that's going to score the Eagles' first run of the game is sink scores. That's an infield. <laughs> nice piece of hitting the ball was not well hit. <laughs> but it was in the perfect location. So an RBI single. And we've got runners at first and second now. Still two out. It's five to one. Bison up by four here. And Elder trying to battle out of this. Nice pitch and strike one to Trace Travis Armstrong. The pitch from the stretch from Elder. Here it comes, and it hits. Travis Armstrong right in the back, and that's going to load the bases. And Noah just needs to settle down, not not worry about it too much, and just try to battle on through this. But we are going back to the top of the lineup. And the right fielder, Stan Ott, will bat. He is yet to reach this game. He has a ground out and two flyouts back in the first and second inning. So, a base hit could hurt right here, but let's hope Elder can battle through it here. But two away, everybody's going to be running on a anything hit. And the first pitch is down in the dirt, ball one. The 1-0 from Elder, a big swing and a miss by Odd. It's one and one. We are in the top of the lineup, so. But the top of the lineup so far this game for the Eagles don't have but one hit in the top three batters. Let's hope for the Bison's sake it stays the same. Elder steps off. He's back on getting ready for the 1-1 delivery. 
A pretty pitch yes, to odd. It's one and two. Come on now, finish it. Let's go. Finish it up. Let's go. Here comes the pitch, and it's fouled away into the Eagle dugout over there. It'll stay one and two. Bison just need one out to get out of this mess. But a base hit would really hurt right now. It is still five to one. And Noah Elder back on the rubber, getting ready to deliver this one-two pitch to Stan Ott. Curveball outside and high, two and two the count now. Let's go, finish it up, baby, let's go. Ground ball straight at Mitchell Rotier. He takes the long road over to first, and it's in time to end the inning, so... The Eagles pick up one, and that's all. They leave the bases full, and we go to the bottom of the sixth inning when we return. Bison up five to one. We're back with more baseball in a moment on the iSchool Sports Network. Wadley Mayor Donna McKay and the Wadley Town Council invite you to visit. Whether you're here watching the Bulldogs play, enjoying a fine arts presentation, or athletics at Southern Union, or just floating or fishing the Tallapoosa, please know you're always welcome here. The citizens are warm, and the hospitality is our pleasure. So drop by, sit a spell, and enjoy all that the town of Wadley has to offer. We like it here. We think you will, too. The town of Wadley. Small town. Big heart. Life is a sequence of little successes. The story of my Southern Union success began the day I walked on campus, making new friends, mastering a new skill, reaching a personal goal, the encore performance, the first date, the internship, and now, soon, the dream job. That's the story of my Southern Union success. Register for classes and get ready to watch your Southern Union story come to life. Back here at Southern Union, I want to say that there's a new pitcher out there, but I'm not real sure. Trying to get a number on him. I think it's number six, Kidwell, for the Eagles as we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Up first for the Southern Union Bison will be Hold on just a minute. We may have some changes here. Ben Bolden out of James Clemen in Madison, Alabama, will enter an Earl Cockle spot and will bat first for the Bison. We'll make that change here. And Clayton Phillips will wait on deck. So So Ben Belden, a 6'2", 190-pound freshman out of James Clemens High School in Madison, Alabama, 
And he takes a first pitch strike right down the pipe here in the bottom of the sixth. Bolden batting left. And he takes a big swing at pitch number two, and it's also missed. 0-2 the count to Ben Bolden here. And here comes the pitch. That's going to be taken high for ball one. And he skies one foul. I think that one's going to make it out of play down the third base side. So the count will stay one and two to Bolden. This is his first plate appearance of the day in both games. As Coach Everett making some substitutions here. And the pitch from Kidwell is in their ball, too. Two and two the count now as the sun has set in widely. And the count runs full now. Three and two to Ben Bolden. Kidwell, the new pitcher for the Eagles. This will be their third pitcher of the game. And a big swing and a miss by Bolden, and that's going to be out number one. K in the books for Kidwell as he faces his first batter, and that's going to bring up the second baseman, Clayton Phillips. Clayton Phillips out of Auburn High School in Auburn, Alabama. And here comes the pitch, and it's taken for a call strike one. We'll be back to the top of the lineup after Phillips as Casey Baines waits on deck. And Casey's had a pretty big day early as Phillips lifts one out into right field. Long run for the right fielder, Ott, but he is under it and makes the catch for out number two. And that's going to put us back at the top of the lineup with Casey Baines, who... Had that big double off of the wall back in the first and ended up scoring a run on another double off the wall by Brody Sire. And he lays the bunt down, but it's foul. It's 0-1. Brody Sire waits on deck. We're in the bottom of the sixth of this seven-inning game. Bison lead five to one. Here comes the pitch. Foul back to the screen. 0-2. Don't forget, we'll be right back down here tomorrow. High School Sports next broadcast will be tomorrow at 4 p.m., as the Lady Bison will host the Lady Lady Panthers of LaGrange College. And that 0-2 pitch is also fouled away. And we will have audio and video 
of that game. You can hear the audio at iSchoolSportsNetwork.com. And we especially want you to go to YouTube, search iSchool Sports Network, and subscribe to our channel as you're going to start seeing a lot more live TV action of Bison Sports in the future here on iSchool. Again, fouled away by Baines, and the count is one and two here. And like and follow our page on Facebook, too. And by subscribing to our channel on YouTube, it will prompt when we go live. Prompt your phone or computer. Whatever device you have, it'll prompt you that we are about to go live with a game, and that way you can keep up with all the action. Thanks to iSchool Sports Network and your friends here on the campus of Southern Union State Community College as we continue to try to improve our sports coverage of this area. The count now full to Baines. His kid, and another foul out of play. I don't know how many that is, but it's a bunch. A big battle going on here. And a hard line drive right back where it came from, up the middle. And that's going to be a base hit for Baines as he wins that pitcher batter duel and comes up with another single. So that's two hits for him on the day as the Bison try to get something going here with two outs in the bottom of the sixth inning. And Brody Sire, the center fielder, comes in. Brody has had a good day today, too. He has a double off the ball. He also walked one time, and he scored a run. He flew out back in the third, but we're going to forget that and just talk about the good stuff. And he takes the first pitch from Kidwell, and it's a ball. Bison being aggressive and a little hit-and-run action, and it comes through as Brody drills one out to right, and that's going to move Baines over to third. With two outs, so the Bison have something going here with runners at the corners and two outs, and that's going to bring up Casey Clark, who has reached twice today. He was hit by a pitch in the first inning, and he's also scored a run back in the third. And runners are going. Bison being very aggressive up 5-1. to one. And we've got runners 90 feet and 180 feet away now. So a base hit would score two and add some. Hey, it's always much needed insurance in a baseball game. And here another high drive into center. And Brooks is not going to get it. That ball drops in front of him. And that's going to score two runs here. As Casey Clark delivers a two-out single that picks him up a couple of RBIs here in the bottom of the sixth inning and gives the Bison some much-needed insurance here as the score will go 
to seven to one here as the Bison have picked up nine hits. Picked up seven runs on nine hits through six innings or five and two-thirds inning play. Clark down at first and the big home run hero of the day. Tate Adams is standing in with a 1-0 count. Tate with a couple of two-run homers today. One in game one and one here in game two. And he takes strike one. One and one the count. Tate struck out his last time up. And homered back in the third, and he struck out back in the first. But again, we're just going to talk about the good stuff. Casey Clark, he's on his way down to second and no throw here. So another hit here by Adams would probably plate another run here. And they try to make a throw down to second as Clark was getting a pretty good lead down there. The The Bison had been kind of free running the bases with this big lead. And here comes the pitch to home. And that ball is going to be low and away. It's going to be three and one now to Adams. Jake Spivey, the DH, will bat next if if we can get to him here. Here comes the pitch, and a swing and a miss by Adams is going to drive the count to full. Clark getting another pretty good lead down there at second. <laughs> Trying to aggravate Kidwell. And that ball is down low in the dirt. Comes all the way to the backstop. And Adams will be safely down at first. Clark will move over to third, so runners at the corners for Jake Spivey. Come on, Spivey. Who's at a hot bat? He Number 44, Jake struck Spivey. out and flied out. He reached back in the third and scored. And we await the first pitch from the Eagles, and there it is in there for a strike. So, Owen wants the count on Spivey. And Kidwell, the pitcher for the Eagles, is in the stretch. And here comes the number two pitch, a big swing and a miss. Adams will take the stroll down to second. So, we have runners at second and third. And an 0-2 count to Spivey. A base hit here would score a couple of more for the Bison, certainly. And a big swing, but he skied that one real high right out to short. And Rich has no problem with it, and that's going to be out out number three, F6 in the book. 
And we're going to the seventh inning. This game is the Bison are three outs away from winning this one. We're back with more on the iSchool Sports Network the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always here to make the toughest jobs easy on you. The full range of genuine Husqvarna parts and accessories add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your equipment, helping you tackle any task in every season. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811 in Widawi or online at Meadows Farm Equipment equipment.com all right we're going to bring it back here as we get ready to start the seventh inning and regenerate the right fielder will move into pitch for the bison and if i'm not mistaken out in right field ethan bloodworth will step in and play right field he's out of tate high school out of katamit florida a sophomore and, of course, Reed, who plays outfield normally for the Bison, but he's also a right-handed pitcher. And he is out of Troy, Alabama. He went to Pike Liberal Arts. And we're getting ready. Of course, Reed, a lefty. And he will face the number two man in the lineup for the Eagles and Gavin Edwards as we start the top of the seventh inning. And we're three outs away from a win for the Bison in game two. And here comes the first pitch, and it must have been a low. It's ball one. So a little shifting around here in the seventh inning. The Bison picked up a couple of more run insurance runs in the bottom half of the sixth to make it 7-1. And the Bisons have got nine hits on the day and scored seven runs. They haven't really left a whole lot of players on base all game which is not something you can say for the Eagles as they have left at least yeah they've left eight runners on base in this game and that's never good the 1-0 pitch is fouled over into the Southern Union dugout and it's 1-1 now Isaiah Brooks, the center fielder, waits on deck for the Eagles. This is the last chance opportunity for him to try to get back in this game. And the pitch from Reed, Ben Bolden can't come up with it. It goes to the back spot, backstop, and it's two and one. Temperature has dropped somewhat. It's a cool night here in Wadley. And that is ball three down in the dirt. 54 degrees and it says rain on my phone, but there's no rain out there right now. As a matter of fact, the sun had broke through the clouds right before the sun went down this afternoon and the count goes to full as Jen Wright delivers a strike here. No outs, and here comes the full delivery, and it's swung on and missed for out number one. So two outs away from victory here in game two for the Bison. 
Isaiah Brooks, the center fielder, stands in. He struck out his last time up. Had a base on balls back in the back in the third, and he reached third, but as far as he got, and then he reached on an error back in the first. And the first pitch to Brooks is taken for a strike. It's 0-1. Jen Wright, the lefty, delivers, and that ball low, 1-1. One one. Caleb Matthew, the catcher, waits on deck for the Eagles of Faulkner University. A big swing and a miss by Brooks. It's one and two. He didn't get cheated on that one, but he come up empty. Here comes the pitch from Jen Wright, and that ball is drilled into left field. And a nice run-in catch by by Baines out there in left for out number two. So a hard hit ball, but Baines all over it, and it's out number two. And we're one out away from victory here at Southern Union. And I do believe we may have a new batter here. Let me see who that is. No, we don't. Caleb Matthew, the catcher. I thought it, the number was different, but he's a right-handed batter, and he stands in, and it's 1-0. and Make that 2-0 and now. And the first baseman, Chase Sink, waits on his opportunity if Matthews can get something going here for the Eagles. Here comes the pitch, and it's a high fly ball. Out in the right field, and Ethan Bloodwork is under it. He makes the catch, and that's going to do it for game number two. The Bison win this one in big form, 7-1 to one over the Faulkner University JV team. As I was telling you earlier, we'll be back on the air tomorrow, TV and audio, as the Lady Bison will take on the LaGrange College Lady Panthers. We hope that you'll join us then, and we thank you for joining us today. Hope you enjoyed the broadcast, and we'll see you again soon here on the iSchool Sports Network. Thanks for joining us.